Hi everyone, this is the Jade Marissa podcast talking to you about the good, bad and ugly in Thailand, Muay Thai and pop culture. This is episode 5 and on this episode I'm here with a special guest, Joe Natalwood. So we're going to be talking about his transition, you know, between Thailand and the USA and back to fighting in Asia and Joe's story. So first of all, Joe, thank you for coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask... Now that you live in in America, um, what type of food do you like to eat over there? Actually, well, you know, I try everything. You know, but if I cook, I always cook Thai food. You no, know, but when I eat, I make sure I have a lot of vegetable. You know, that's the main one. You know, I have meat, have vegetable, raw and cooked vegetable, and then a little bit of rice. That's nice. So you you're very like on top of your nutrition whilst over there. Is that do you think that's a bit of an influence from the West? Or you've always liked to eat that way? I always like to eat that way. You know, grow up in Isan, we eat a lot of vegetables and then spicy food all the time. Oh, okay. That's nice. So you cook most of the time? Yeah. Mostly I cook. I really eat out, maybe go restaurant to the bar or something like barely once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. You know, mostly just cook at home. Okay. Cool, cool. So... Can you give us a brief story about your journey and how you ended up being in America or how you ended up doing Muay Thai? Tell us a little bit of your, your background. Oh, um, I started when I was 10 years old, right? In school, you know, I played soccer for my school and, you know, do like running and all that stuff, do all sport for my school. So that day, that's the new teacher came to our, moved to our school, right? So all the kids, we all just training we training after class, right? So, and then the guy kicking the back, and then after training, when we done, we just walk to it and ask him like, "What is this? You know, like, what is this thing?" And then he just explained to us, "Oh, this is Muay Thai, and then this is this, this and so kind of like that." You had the bag, the Muay Thai bag, at, at your school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He no, he had the bag. He buy it himself oh. just to work out. He didn't train for fire or anything. He just work out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all the kids, we all just ask him. And from that day, after school, right, after class, I have to train soccer, mm. you know, for my school. I train soccer. So after that, we train Muay Thai, like 20, 30 kids, you know, wow. all soccer team. We train Muay Thai after that. And I just kept doing that just for fun every day because it's so healthy. And then like... You like sports? Yeah, I like sport. And then my first fight... You know, I went to the temple. They have like something going on, like festival or something. Yeah. And I just, it just happened. Like, oh, you fight this guy tonight. I'm like, okay. <laughs> then I won. And yeah, I just keep doing that. But I didn't do it for like seriously. I just do it like, you know, fun at first. So until I go high school, I try to do it seriously. But it's like, you know, because the gym at our hometown, right? We have no knowledge. Like the guy didn't know anything. We just like love Muay Thai, but mm-hmm. we have no idea like how to train, how to eat, how to make weight and all that stuff. Mm. So we never go far. You know, it never get better. So I finished high school, I moved to Bangkok, trained under top king boxing. I tried to, but you know, same thing. Train good, but then I didn't know how to cut weight. So every time I cut weight, I always feel like so exhausted. And then when I make weight, it just my energy never come back, you know. Mm. So I always like always get tired and always like not winning until I have no fight. Then my friend went to Kopangan, you know, 
So the party island. Yeah, the the party place, like big party. Full know? moon party. Mm-hmm. Full right moon there. party, a lot of foreigner. So he like maybe you can do something here. So I was like, okay. So I just moved there. So seriously, my life start there. Like you know, start to make money, start to making a house, you know, support family. Everything start there. Like I learned so much there because I went there. Right, my boss have three places. You know, he have a restaurant, Thai cooking school, hotel, and gym, and Muay Thai gym. And we all also make a fight. You know, I I can, I I help with like marketing, sale ticket, and matchmaker as well. So we do like yeah, twice a month. To do that, so I have like real job, and he also teach me everything. So I went there. You know, there was a lady that worked there for him. So you know, I I like her. Like she, I respect her. Like my my big sister, because every morning I bring a book and a pen to see her every morning. Give me one word, one English word, Aww. just one every day. Every morning I go see her, and then I come and I read myself, and also my boss teach me like you know how to teach, how to. Check in and check out hotel. How to do like housekeeping? Wow. Teach cooking school. Teach me how to cook and clean. Just all the fitness and stuff, you know. Wow. So I actually like make money, and while doing that, I still fight in Koh Samui. You know, Koh Phangan mm-hmm. and Koh Samui only like thirty minutes boat there, and I still go fight there, but like not seriously fight because on the island, and then I work. You know, long day work and no train. I just like. Work out. Let's say just run and then back work a little bit, lift some weight a little bit, and then just working. You know, I do Thai cooking school, I do housekeeping, I do matchmaker, marketing, sale ticket, wow. fires everywhere. That it's a everything. Long day. Mm-hmm. I do a lot. So I here with everything. So I learn how to cook there. Yeah. You know, I learn how to cook. I learn how to check in, check out the hotel. Just everything there. Wow. Let's say my life start there, and then I have opportunity to move to the US. So when I moved there, I moved to Colorado, right? We live on the I no, we live on the on the mountain. That when we do snowboarding, oh. yeah. So like just quit <laughs> Muay Thai, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Muay Thai just stopped, right. like completely stopped. I did. I never thought like I would come back because after I leave Bangkok, moved there, you know, Muay Thai thing like never be seriously for me anymore. Right. And I enjoy doing different things more, and I learn so much. You know, I like to read. When I get there, I start reading and you know learning new things. So I like to read more. So I moved to Colorado. So I learn new things. Snowboarding. Oh, I love it so much. Really? You know? Yeah, so snowboarding. Cool. Because where I live, like so close to the mountain, everybody do snowboarding. Mm. You know. So I get there. I work. Man, I work so much. So I work like you know at is at like a big hotel. Right, big hotel. People go there just for vacation, just mm. snowboarding. So I do like clean the area, driving a truck, and then like clean snow. You know, oh, clean snow off the road and everything. That's like extreme to extreme mm-hmm. from an island in Thailand to like a snow to snow. snow resort. Like mm-hmm. a, wow. So I start doing that, and then you know maybe I work late at night. I do snowboarding first, mm. and then come to work. Or I work first and snowboarding. I snowboarding every day. Like Whoa. one month, I snowboarding like at least twenty six, twenty seven days, every month. You must be good. It's fun. I I get better quick, and then at first it kind of bored because it's so hard, you know, mm. and hurts so bad. But then I start to get better. 
just enjoy it so much. So I keep doing that. Work, save money, and doing snowboarding until end of the season. Mm. So no more snow, summer. And then they have mountain bike. You know? So I, oh, ride, yeah? I ride the bike on the mountain and stuff like that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Did everything. Yeah, until I realized like, man, I don't make that much money here, you know. Because there, it like people go there just for vacation. Mm-hmm. Mostly young people live there. And then it's not big town, you know, it's small town. Young people live there and everybody just party, party, party. I party so much too. Mm-hmm. Because all my friends party. Right, you everyone's know? young. Mm-hmm. You're everybody young. I went there. I moved there when I was twenty two. Oh wow, yeah. So young and Party, a lot of energy, you know, snowboarding, drinking. I don't smoke, so everybody smoke weed a lot over there, you know, (laughs) all the time. So I realized, like, man, I don't want to keep doing this for for so long. And at the time, I knew Kunpon, you know, Kunpon, he he lived in Atlanta. He he owned two gym, Bangkok boxing gym. I knew him on Facebook, so we just talk on Facebook and we kind of talk, you know, for a while and he just like if you want to try you can come here and then let, let's see what happens you like it you can say you don't like it you can move back or whatever you want to do mm-hmm. so I just need I, it take me two seconds to think let me try oh, just man. move there Yeah. so I moved there man when I moved to Atlanta everything changed now how far away is it? Colorado mm-hmm. and Atlanta huh? um, two, hours. two hours because Colorado is in the middle you know mm-hmm. Atlanta Next to New York. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, like two hours. Yeah, so I just moved there. I get there. You know, people help me out. So I start learning like, okay, teaching Muay Thai, teaching fitness and learn how actually like, okay, this is how you do lifting. Right. You know, like real. Real technique. Mm-hmm, real technique. Mm. Same thing. Never thought about fighting. Never coming back to Muay Thai. Learning that. And just, you know, start learning English and then... Yeah, how was your English around that time? When you when you moved from Colorado to Atlanta, how was your English then? It was okay. I could not talk to anyone much, you know, yeah. because I didn't really know. But, you know, one good thing that I like to read and I watch a lot of movies, you know, speak English and have English subtitle yeah. so I can read and like I, I learn how to talk, mostly grammar. Hmm. It's so hard, man. English is hard. <laughs> Super hard. Like, why are you guys so hard? Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Thai is hard too. Uh-huh. I learned Thai. Yeah. So I moved there and I learned all this stuff. My friend helped me and helped me like teaching me. So I learned how to drive and stuff. So I get oh, driver wow. license. Oh, yeah, I get driver license. I start driving, you know, save money and buy some car. Mm. When I start driving, so I start doing like more personal training and things like that, how to sell personal training. And I can teach more class and help with help my friend with marketing and stuff like that. So I learned a lot too. Mm-hmm. And then that day I was teaching the class like that's back then Lion Fight, you know, very yeah. big in the US. Yeah. So they call us, they call Kun Pon, you know. He just like they like, we need this, you know, this weight class and then we need somebody to fight this day, like ten day notice, oh, right? Wow. And I stopped Muay Thai for like, man, yeah. seriously, for like at least four or five years, you know, seriously. And you, weren't, you obviously weren't fight training. You were just no, just, just lifting weight, for like sparring in the class with people, having fun, just fun. 
and he he call me. I'm like fighting cross more Alexander, cross more fought your sand guy. He fight around the world and stuff, and we fight at one sixty five pounds. You know, cross more like one eighty pound, and I walk around like one sixty three back then, sixty three sixty five back then. Right. We fought one sixty five pound. So I'm like, let's see what's gonna happen. But all my friend, all my friend told me like, Joe, you're gonna get killed. Yeah. <laughs> cross more gonna kill you. And I just answered one thing, like you know, I don't give up. You know what I do? I never give up. But I know he is good. If I lose, who cares? Right. You know, expect it. I know I have nothing to lose. But what if I win? What I can? What's gonna happen yeah. if I win? And people still telling me like, you might get hurt and stuff. It's okay, hurt. I can heal fast. I'm young. My body heal quick, so it's okay. Have a lion fight, five rounds, right? Mm-hmm. Lion fight. So we fought. I destroy and Whoa. win. <laughs> and everybody was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So after that, I realized, like, huh, I got some skill, I got some technique. So let's train seriously. Hmm. It, yeah. So I train. Then you know, like on fight, the staff, the worker, they still didn't believe in me. They're like, "Oh, Crossmo, like on vacation, you know, ten day notice." And I'm like, <laughs> years of fighting, you know, yeah, of training, and then just kind of happened. And the second fight, twenty four hour notice, Whoa. and I had to cut ten pounds. They call, hey, I need somebody to fight tomorrow, but wait in tomorrow. They call in the afternoon, but wait in tomorrow at eleven a.m. I have to cut ten pounds, so oh I have to God. fly there. I cut weight That's all night. Fight, right? Yeah, lion fight still, and I destroy that guy like bad. I just kill him. After second fight, he like. All right, Joe, you got something. You know the owner of Lion Fight. Like you got something. We're gonna give you the fight. So the third fight, I have real training camp. Yeah. I kill that guy, Amazing. and I call out like I'm ready to fight for the title, and they gave me the title fight, and I won, and I just keep winning for like. Wow. And after that day, I become the main one. You know, yeah. Lion Fight. If they talk about Lion Fight, it's gonna be about Joe Nutterwood. Right. You know, Lion Fight. And every time I fight, the tickets sold out. Wow. All the time. If I'm the main event, so now if I'm not the main event, still some left. Like wow, seriously, that's yeah. Awesome. So I keep fighting, keep winning, and now I'm to one championship now. No, but uh, before before you came to one championship, you said you fought in China around. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So after like on fight, then I start to like, you know, no no opponent and stuff because we fight full full room Muay Thai. Yeah. Some great kickboxing doesn't want to come because elbow and I can clean and I can throw elbow and I start to have like nobody so you mm-hmm. know I used to fight like four or five times a year right. and like three two no. yeah. and then Kun Pon start to talk to people in China mm-hmm. and I went to China four times yeah, and I won it all so in China you were fighting Muay Thai or kickboxing? kickboxing, kickboxing. Mm-hmm. and that's only three rounds yeah three rounds right. mm-hmm. kickboxing there with my by point once and then all that knockout too. Mm-hmm. About how many years do you think you were fighting in America in Lion Fight? How many years? Lion Fight. Um, I start twenty fifteen. No, late twenty fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, sixteen to like seventeen. Yeah. So yeah, fourteen to seventeen. Did you see much changes in the industry in the Muay Thai industry in America during that time? Yeah, so much. I like. You know, I'm glad that I helped. I changed it so much. Yeah. 
because before Muay Thai was like this low, right? right? So when I start fighting, people start to see more and it's grow like yeah. quick, you know? Yeah, like if I was uh, on mm. TV, they mm-hmm. were in Las it's Vegas, on, right? Yeah, yeah. Access TV and then all over, over the US, people watching it. Wow. You know? And I find like exciting fight, you know, yeah. I, I don't go backward. I only go forward mm-hmm. and then just, for you know, from round one until five, until the last, just I fight the forward. same thing. That's just amazing. walk forward, the same thing. Hard. And during your time, there were other Thais who were living in America fighting. So like Malapet, Sasipar, Sasipar. Yeah, they have Malapet. They have Jyoti Sisak there. And then Desakda Sisong Pinong also oh, went okay. there. Yeah, the same yeah. I remember going to one a while ago and uh, that was, yeah, Malapet was on mm-hmm. there. And they also brought some fighters from Thailand as well, Sasipar mm-hmm. Jim. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, so in China, how, how long were you fighting in China for? I started fighting in China 2017. Wait, yeah, late 16 until 17. Mm. Oh, so just a year. Yeah, like a year and year and a half. Yeah, were you getting much fights during that time? I fought four times in China. Oh, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Within a year. That's pretty good. It's, yeah. it, I feel like nowadays it's kind of harder to get on shows. It's mm-hmm. like, it's very close circuit. So you really have to know people. And there's a lot more fighters as well. So yeah, there's a lot, lot more competition. More. Yeah. Yeah, so cool thing about me, you know, I have like, you know, they call me the Lion on King from the US. Yeah. So, like, you know, I have Lion Fight. I have two, two belts oh, wow. at Lion Fight, you know, two division champion. So, we can use that to tell the promoter, that, hey, you right. know, this is what we get and then we can sell. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then tell us about your journey from going on to one championship. How did that happen? When was it? Um, you know, one championship, it used to have only MMA, right? Yeah. Mick Martial Art. But then, you know, on April 2018, April, mm-hmm. there was the first match in Manila, in Manila, Philippines. Wow. They, yeah, the, the first kickboxing April match. April 2018, really? Only a year ago? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So it feels like we've mm-hmm. had so many shows. Actually. Yeah. So they look around and then Kun Pon, you know, talks to somebody and they, so I fought Fetoshian, like from yeah, the first yeah. one. Remember, one championship is like big, is Big and well organized. It's yeah. just big company. You know, everything is professional. And yeah. First one I lost to Petosian. And the second one, third one, fourth one I won. And then we're all in Muay Thai or kickboxing? Um, Petosian kickboxing and after that Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. Muay Thai. And soon, next weekend fight kickboxing again. Yeah, <laughs> exciting. Yeah, tournament. How do you feel about fighting Muay Thai or kickboxing? What do you prefer? Or, yeah. Well, it's, it's different because, you know, like, I don't have much experience, you know, like for real, because, you know, my, my Muay Thai journey, Muay Thai thing is kind of like on and off, on and off, yeah, on and off all that. the time, and then mm-hmm. off so long, and on a little bit, off so long, and on. So sometimes it's hard to change too, but good thing when I, I live in the US, so everybody training boxing, yeah. right? So that helps. You know, I have yeah. to train boxing. Um, like twice a week, I don't do Muay Thai. You know, just like 100% boxing mm-hmm. style. So that helped me too. But Muay Thai, like, I'm always good with like cringing. You know, like Muay Thai guy, like cringing. I have good technique with cringing yeah. and elbows. But then it comes to kickboxing that you cannot cringe. You cannot do elbow. It's, it's just different. You know, when yeah. you can do good knee, but you cannot hold. You know, you cannot touch. You just knee from the long distance. Then... Yeah, and I feel like 
you know, when you're when you've been fighting Muay Thai for so long, you, you create habits, you mm-hmm. know, that you can't do in a, in a kickboxing fight. Yeah. So like, yeah, the clinch or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you, you would want to sweep the guy in a, in a way that you can't do in kickboxing. So yeah. you have to be more aware of these. More aware. And then you have to train different too. Yeah. You know? Like so many Thai, Thai guy, like Thai champion, you know, fight Muay Thai world champion, then move to kickboxing is kind of like, they're so not successful at no, all. No, it's such like, a different style. Like a different style. Yeah. But, you know, they know, okay, I'm going to fight kickboxing. Like, I have to train different, but so many gyms still train the same. Yeah, they do, you know? yeah. Like now, I don't clean. People ask me, like, you're going to clean? No way. Yeah, why why am I cleaning? Yeah. Cringing. I would go, like, sparring, do some different often, you know, something right. like that. I think um, maybe the, the even though they know they're fighting kickboxing, it's because their trainers are still so old school, the mm-hmm. Muay Thai trainers. So like they're so stuck on their old ways. Yeah. Yeah. So they need to adapt. That's what the the older trainers need to adapt. Mm-hmm. Like some gyms still like, oh, we still clean. You fight kickboxing, you cannot clean. But Shouldn't. when you train, you're going to go clean 40 minutes a day, every day. Like why? Yeah. You do that and you're not using that, you know? Right. Why of that forty minutes of cringing? Why don't you just like boxing, light sparring, boxing? You know, just to move and some stuff that you can actually do it in drilling combinations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So, how do you find this? So if you just find in Muay Thai, in all the different places that you fought, mm-hmm. do you feel like the scoring is different? So, say like you fought now you fought in Thailand mm-hmm. in in different promotions in Thailand in, in Muay Thai, then America Lion Fight, and then. Also in one championship, they, you know, you fought Muay Thai in one championship. Mm. So, uh, what's the differences in the scoring? Well, in in Thailand, that we know, you know, knee score more than anything else. You can do ten kick. If you can do two knee, two knee would be ten kicks mm-hmm. easily. And hand don't know like doesn't mean anything. You yeah. Know? Striking doesn't mean anything that much. You know, cringing would score more than anything else. But outside Thailand, in China. US, like Europe, striking, they're looking at like how much you throw, you know, right. how much you land and how much power, you know, power shot mm-hmm. and stuff too. Yeah, something like that. I think power shots are important, but mm. maybe not a, maybe not so much about how many you throw because mm. that, then that kind of transitions to the amateur way of scoring. Mm-hmm. So it's just point scoring mm-hmm. where it should be more about the power and the mm-hmm. accuracy yeah. as well. Clean shot, power shot. And uh, one championship, what about them? Did yeah, same thing. One championship, like, who make more damage? You know? Who the most damage? Yeah. So How it doesn't matter knee or punch or anything? Yeah, every, everything matters. Okay. Know? Like, because when you punch people, when you land, it hurts. Yeah. When you kick, when you do knee, when you do put kick, when you land, it hurts. Yeah. You know? So it should be that way. I think so too. I think it mm-hmm. should be that way. I think, uh, like I said, with the old school thinking in Thailand, they need to adapt. You know, like mm-hmm. if you, if you're gonna punch well, then they should point. They should give you points mm-hmm. for that. You know. Yeah, like so many times I watched fight at Lumpini, right? Like this is not kidding. Yeah. Like for real, we all see it. The guy just walked to knee, right? And before he get to clinch, he get hit like two hand, three kicks, and then he hold it and throw two knees, and then he win. Yeah. I'm like, why do you win? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's old school. And it's, yeah, it's, like seriously, no kidding. Right, and also like the gambling as well, mm-hmm. kind of like persuade that that mm-hmm. way as well. So I think yeah. it's difficult for it to change because of the gamblers. Mm-hmm. And then um, how about training differences? Training different. Um, like what's a we- Westerners 
mental approach towards training and what's the difference for training in Thailand and training in America and mm -hmm. the good and bad? Well, training in Thailand, um, you know, we, we run a lot. It could be good and it could be bad. You run too much. Yeah. You know? We run a lot. We train a lot here. It's hell when you do Muay Thai, you mm -hmm. know. But in Thailand, you need to think like you need sport more too because so many gyms, they don't sport. You know? Right. Like pad work, main one. Pad work and cringing. Mm -hmm. That's it, you know. But outside Thailand, you know, outside anywhere else, they focus like pad work, not that much. You know, not too much pad work. But sport, a lot. Sport and drill, mm -hmm. you know, just like deep and off. Just good. like moving, move, moving stuff. So both, both is good. If you can put all together, you know, do pad work too. You do some cringing, you find Muay Thai and you do drill, you know, some footwork, some defense often, you know. And and in the West, like, or in America, what do you think the focus is uh, about going for long runs? Do they still do that? Or, or it's not as much as a focus as it is in Thailand? Or? Mm, not not that much anymore. That's what I see. You know, they don't, people don't run that much. People but okay, like I do now, my coach told me, okay, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you do long run. Okay. Right. And Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Just do short, just sprint, like okay. 100 meter, thing like that. Mm. And you find that more beneficial? I think that's better. Mm -hmm. If long run, you know, you get so sore, your legs so slow. Yeah. But this, you get like long, slow, you know, and then next day, fast, short, you know, not so long. I think that is better because like say you're in a fight and then, and then you're going to pull off some combination that's, mm. that's explosive, it's mm. fast. So yeah, mm. you should run do sprints because that's mm -hmm. also fast and explosive mm -hmm. so it, yeah it, it definitely can help in your fighting to do that way mm. and then clinching you said is not so important uh, not so not so practiced in the west yeah not so much people still do clinching but not so much and how about in the fights in the fight um, lie on fight they let people clean like in Thailand oh really like okay. let people clean it depends on the on the promotion too mm. Every promotion different. Some promotion, right? Fight Muay Thai, but they let you clean like three seconds, five seconds. Mm. Some promotion just like let you do it. So that's know? kind of the problem then because yeah. if every every promotion has different ways of scoring mm. or yeah, then that's difficult for the fighter. Yeah. So it depends on how the owner feel, I think. Yeah. You know, they feel like cringing, they let you clean. Mm. Maybe. Also the referees. Mm, referees. And uh, how about lifestyle differences from Thailand or Isan? You got you were living in Koh Phangan, and then you're living in America. You're still living there. Mm -hmm. um, how do you find the lifestyle difference? And what do you enjoy living in the states? Do you miss home? Mm. Well, start with Isan first. You know, I live in Isan. Um, I live there. You know, grow up with poor family, kind of like find a way and work doing Isan, farming. Isan, the north of Thailand. Yeah. Isan, just like find a way to make money, mm. to make some future and stuff. And I didn't have knowledge that much, you know. Right. So just there, just find a way until finally move to Bangkok, start to be like seriously about Muay Thai to make something, mm -hmm. hopefully make something. But what we do here, um, you know, they start in the morning, we wake up, we train, we eat, we sleep. Yeah. And then wake up and you train, you eat and you sleep <laughs> and live peace. Yeah, every day. Every day. Yeah. Everybody doing that because it's training so hard. Yeah. And I move to Kopangan, I wake up, you know, I go run, I work out a little bit and then I just go to work. 
shower, mm. eat, and go to work. You know, I do like housekeeping, check in, check out hotel. If we have match coming soon, we just do matchmaker and then just drive around, fly, give it to the hotel. You know, like and give them percentage to sell the so ticket good. and stuff. So get to talk to reception, like so get to know people. Yeah. In Pangan, and then I also learn English a lot because all foreigner buy ticket. Did you find it hard to get out of the the fighter lifestyle, uh, the fighter routine, where you train, eat, sleep, train, eat, sleep? So you're used to sleeping a lot, mm-hmm. you know. And then when you went to Pakopanyang, you were working full long days, doing mm-hmm. using a lot of energy, doing many different things. Did you find it difficult to get out of that routine from the fighter routine? At first, you during the day you kind of, I kind of get like a little bit sleepy, mm. but. You know, when I have some free time, some break, I sleep, like I take a nap in the car or something, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, right. that helps a lot too. Yeah, Yeah. so I do that. Because I know my fighters, if mm-hmm. you take them anywhere in the middle of the day, they get sleepy. Like mm-hmm. you put them in the car, they're going to fall asleep straight yeah. away. Yeah. Because they, you, your body like used to it every day, yeah. you know, so it's hard to change. But over there, like it's more enjoyable for me. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, man, I don't have to wait, worry about, I have to hit the pad so hard, going to be so tired. They're mm-hmm. just like, Fun, make money, fun, make money, and learning. You know, so it's kind of like, oh, this is real. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, nice. and you're doing lots of different activities as well. Mm-hmm. So it's keeping your your mind and your brain stimulated because you're mm-hmm. doing so many different things. Yeah. Because like, let's say like today, you know, my boss come like, Joe, tomorrow we're gonna have like ten people to come to cooking school at this time, this time. So I'm like, okay, get excited, you know, go to cooking school, and then okay, tomorrow we're gonna go, like. Do marketing about That's cool. making fight, matchmaking. What's your favorite dish to cook? Man, I like <laughs> I like nam tok. Nam you know, tok, like uh-huh. salad. Yeah, like salad, but it's like mostly meat. Mm-hmm. Salad, <laughs> meat salad. salad with meat, purely meat, and like mm-hmm. what? But you put in a little bit of herbs. Yeah, loads of herb and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then move to US. Same thing. You wake up, you go work first. After work, now after work, I train one hour. Mm. And then I rest. And then I work again in the evening. After work, I train one hour and then go sleep. Oh, that's nice. So you train, you're still training twice a day. Mm-hmm. Training mm-hmm. twice a day. But it's not like three hour, four hour training like in Thailand. You know, like one hour, one and a half hours a day. Right. And you're making a lot of use of your time as well. Mm-hmm. So that, with how many hours that you train, you, you're, you're constantly doing something that entire mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Something that's beneficial that you know that you're not really, mm-hmm. you know, it's not being dragged out or something. You, yeah. so you're there with a purpose. Mm-hmm. So I like it more. The the main one is it learning. You know, you train so hard like in Thailand. It's good. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's really good for you, for your body, make you so strong. But I think it depends. It's individual. You know, yeah. people like different. I, I don't like that. Yeah, you know, well, I like to. And like, it's, you know, like, like I mentioned before, it's still kind of the old school way. Because, you know, in like sports science, things like that, like mm-hmm. rest is a key component of mm-hmm. training. You know, you need to have real rest mm-hmm. and you also need to do some type of cross training like different like you do you, you do a day of like wrong, long run a day of short run so just to tra- change things up it's also like it's better for your muscles mm-hmm. and uh, better for your overall performance as well actually yeah. so um yeah some some gyms i feel are kind of like changing towards that a little mm-hmm. bit in thailand now so yeah slowly <laughs> slowly yeah i can see the change you know they add like more weight lifting and yeah. stuff like Expose it and stuff. People learn, you know. 
Yeah, it's good. It's good. And also maybe because there's so many foreigners that come to Thailand as well, so they're kind of having a little bit of influence. Mm-hmm. You know, some gyms even have foreign coaches here. Or now that Muay Thai is becoming more international, they're also seeing like different people training in different ways around yeah. the world. Mm. And then so living in, in living in Atlanta, mm-hmm. so different to Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> you go party or you what do what do you do in your free time? My free time I like to read. Ah. You know what? <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> well, I read, I hang out with friends, I go to the park, I like I like the bike, you know. Mm. And yeah, hang out with friends, go eat, shopping sometime. Mostly I read, you know. And wow. Saturday night of course I go dancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh that's cool, that's nice. It's, it's you know you work so hard. You gotta go dance. Yeah, you, you need to relax, you need chill. to chill. You know, make sure your brain like. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. Yeah, I feel the same. You know, yeah, when you work so hard, you do need to like have some release somehow. So yeah, going out with your friends or whatever is perfect way. And like, um, so when you're reading, you reading in English or in Thai? In English, because wow. I learn. You know, in Thai, I don't read Thai anymore. I I only read English. But I read slow because, you know, people read, just read so yeah. fast. I read, I have to translate. I have to have book and pen also, wow. you know, notebook or something. So I read, read, I translate, I read, I translate. So I translate so much, so I forgot all I read, so I have to come <laughs> back and read again, oh. you know. <laughs> That's good though. You Like, that makes you learn even more. I mean, you're reading it twice. Yeah, so I always read. I always have in my gym bag, not just my clothes and, you know, thing for the gym. I always have my book and pen in my gym bag all oh, the time. that's so cool. Know? That's really good because, you know, like most Thai fighters, they're not very academic at all. They don't really like yeah. to read or learn things. Like um, most of them just in their free time, they'll either sleep or play games, mm-hmm. I think. So yeah. it's really good if you can like influence more Thai fighters to, uh, yeah. you know, stimulate your brain a little bit more, learn new things, you know. It's mm-hmm. always, knowledge is power, so it's yeah. always a good thing. And... I don't want to fight for so long, you yeah. know, like some Thai legend, you know, fight until 36, 38. That's good. Don't get me wrong. That's cool. But I don't think that's my thing. I right. don't want to fight that long. I want to like, okay, read, have some knowledge so I can do something else after the fight. Maybe stuck in Muay Thai industry, mm-hmm. you know, stuck in the Muay Thai business, doing fight promotion or whatever. That's you know, great. Like something in workout. But I want to read and learn some stuff yeah i mean from from what you've kind of told me from your life story like you like to develop your skills and Mm -hmm. learn new things and and experience new things so i can see how that how you feel that way you know Mm -hmm. you want to you want to as well as you love muay thai you want to stay connected to the industry but you also want to develop yourself as your personal self Mm -hmm. okay well i want to thank you very much for coming on the show this was great and um good luck on your fight thank you thank you very much yeah and lastly, I want to ask you, now you're fighting in one championship. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, where have you fought in, in one championship in different countries? Um, how long is your contract? And how do you find the promotion compared to all the other promotions that you've fought on? The one championship is big, big company. Yeah. So everything is well organized. You can see everybody is working, making plans all the time. Nothing would go wrong. Like Everything just happen smoothly all wow. the time like really smooth you know okay this day fighter check in 
and this day we go to the hospital medical test and this day first conference like nothing is late nothing is wow. you know weird in everything is so organized yeah because most, mostly fights they're not that organized yeah, <laughs> they're very like rushing and panicking yeah mostly fight they always like oh we miss something we have to wait for this we have to wait for that but one championship like okay did we have to do now it's time we do it you wow. know everything like smooth it's just well organized and I went to first fight in first fight in Manila Philippines you know people are so nice over there the yeah. friend like really lit really into <laughs> you you know like so lit man like you walk around you know I went to taxi right I get taxi I went somewhere and like oh you join us what you're gonna fight tomorrow or something oh, like wow. they won't charge you for anything They're, oh I'm not gonna charge you for what? the taxi yeah I'm like the fan nice. like really respect, you know, like really lit, really into it. Yeah, I think I think Filipinos they are into fight sports. Mm-hmm. You know, Manny Pacquiao obviously been a huge role model. For yeah, them. yeah, that one. And my second fight in in Malaysia, mm. I like that city. First of all, no traffic. Oh, awesome! Really? Yeah, Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, wow. I don't know about anywhere else, but <laughs> my experience, I went a lot everywhere. You know, with, while I was in Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, no traffic. That's the what? that's the main one. That's the keep, you know. I, I swear I went there in this traffic. Maybe you went there like some holiday or something. I don't know. No holiday, but <laughs> if traffic, it light traffic from mm. what we see. But man, here compared to here. Oh yeah, compared to Bangkok, know? that's for sure. <laughs> don't even get me started on mm. Bangkok traffic. Yeah, and the third one I fought in Singapore, and the last one in Bangkok. Mm. Bangkok is awesome because our home, you know, I went to a hospital and then I just walked. Back to the hotel. Right. Walk everywhere. You can get your nam tok, uh-huh. your meat salad. You can get whatever you want. <laughs> and yeah, and one championship, and they, they try to help you with everything you need to, you know. Oh, that's good. Not, not any company have that one. Not yeah. when, when many com- like promotion have that. Because they give you the SIM card, that your number. And really? you call them, they're always somebody willing to help. Like, hey, I need this. I need this. They're like, okay. We will be there in a second. Oh, that's they always have somebody ready for you to help you with anything you want. So they you give know? you your hotel. They help you figure out transportation. How mm-hmm. about meals? Yeah, meal and just let's say everything. Whatever you need. Hey, I need to go get this. You know, like I forgot my mouthpiece. Wow. I forgot this. They like help you out. Wow. Or you want to go shopping here. You want to go there here. You know. Respect. They that's really that's mm-hmm. really good to hear. Yeah, you don't really like, hear about much of promotions like taking going the extra step to take care of the fighters. Mm-hmm. This is, they go extra step. Wow, yeah. it's it's really thought out. It seems. Yeah, and then mostly every promotion, you know, they they give you the they talk about the plan ticket. They give you whatever they want, you know, like mostly like that. But this you can tell them like, hey, this is what I want. I want to come to this city first, and then this city first. I don't want to just like. Road trip, you know, oh, so that's why you're able that. to come to Thailand yeah, just train. So I can train like, okay, I want to go to Thailand first and then, you know, I can go there this day, this day and then I want to have yeah. this long after a fight, you know, I want a small vacation. You can talk to them and they just book it to you. You know, they just like, okay. Oh, that's cool. Building to help, you know. Yeah, especially because you know that like you're coming from the states, so mm-hmm. you know you have to deal with jet lag and different temperature and mm-hmm. all this type of thing. So it's good for you to. You know, adapt your body in Asia first and yeah. then post them to Thailand. Yeah, jet lag is real. No <laughs> kidding. Oh, man. Yeah, and temperature. Sure like, you flight. came here so hot here. Like, I cannot breathe, you know. <laughs> now I'm better. First day, so hot. What was the temperature like? What was the weather like in Atlanta when you left? Atlanta, now it's like 26, 27 degrees, you know, before I left. 
Okay. It's like cool and nice. You can sleep outside. Yeah, you can sleep. And you come here, forty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's forty. Yeah. When I eat, you know, not just work. I eat my t-shirt like wet, mm. like sweat. I'm like, man, mm. it's lit. You know. So when you come to Thailand, where do you like to like just prepare your body? Mm. What gym? I come to look tough. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. I like that. Only this gym. That's it. Yeah, it's. I think. Um, how do you, how do you like it? Do you feel chill or? Here, first of all, everybody's nice. It's just like so friendly, and I like the gym. It's big and it's clean. One thing is clean. You know, every, we I went to so many gym and they're not that clean. Yeah, it's hard because a lot of the Muay Thai gyms in Thailand are open air, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like you know, with all the dust or whatever, it's it's hard to keep the gym like that clean, really. So yeah, and there's so many kids and the kids. Don't keep things clean, but kids here keep stuff. We clean. make them clean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if our children want to train, they gotta mm. clean. <laughs> mm. Also, and and last thing, so how do you feel about this fight coming up? Um, this fight, you know, Andy Sauer, he's a legend, but he kind of slowed down now, and you know, at almost at the end of his career. Mm. Um, talk about fighting, I don't think he can take it. You know, like he the way he used to be. Right. right when he take it, he get hurt. He show before he can take punch, he take kick. Yeah, no problem, right? But as a person, man, this guy is a good person. Yeah, yeah I, I, I feel like a lot with, of fighters are like mm, nice people. I worked with him before. You know, we have seminar in New York, and we stay in the same house Aww. for one week. We drink together, we dance Homies. together, sing and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, man, I like you like my big brother now, <laughs> and we're gonna get in the ring together. But it's okay when it's in the ring, and after the fight, I'm gonna ask him to be. Want to go dance with me? Oh, <laughs> romance. <laughs> That's cool. Though. Do you have a game plan towards this fight? Yeah. Well, you know, talk about game plan. I only have one game plan. You know, fight start. I walk forward and let's see what happens. Fight your fight. You're yeah. You're gonna fight each other in the ring and be friends mm. outside. That's that's how Muay Thai is. That's how fight sports are. You know, people. Mm. There's a lot of sportsmanship in there. A lot of respect. For each other, and I think it's where it should yeah. be. Everything is respect. We work hard, and that's it. Respect also. Yeah, and um, what do you feel? How do you feel about the tournament that's going on though? Like overall, it's a lot of big fighters on there. Yeah, you're gonna be so excited, you know. But the way they draw it, yeah, we all know they want your Senkai and Protoshin. Yeah, to, I think so. To be in the final, like honestly, but it's like, <laughs> uh-huh, but. Anything can happen. and Let's see what's going to happen. Yeah, exciting. So, yeah, best of luck for your fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy. And thank you for coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you.